Oh no, they hit another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they hit another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey guys, um, I'm driving, so hopefully you can hear me. Uh, but a friend got me listening to you guys a while ago. My first episode I ever heard was uh, the uh, Christmas Dice, and then I've, I've listened to all the back catalog, and then a few more than once. Uh, I just listened to the Christmas episode, and I've listened to the one where no, uh, episode eight, where Mike is drunk and high as shit. I've listened to that like three times. Anyway, I think it's really disrespectful when people refer to, like when they call or write in and they refer to it as the, the pod, that pisses me off. I think that's disrespectful to you guys. It's a podcast. It's like calling like a professional photographer. It's photographed like, oh, they're little pictures. They're just, just a picture. This is a, it's a podcast, not a, not the pod. And so I think you guys should hold yourselves to a higher standard and not let people talk some shit. Anyways, you guys are big pieces of shit, and I don't really like the show that much. Happy Easter, Mike. Um, happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, JF. It's the holiday when Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was uh, burned at the stake for being a witch. Did you know that? Now, I was actually I was going to ask you what is Easter and what does Easter mean to you. What are, What are your Easter traditions? Um, mm-hmm. what is your history with Easter? But you kind of cut right to the chase. Yeah, they, uh, killed him. They, uh, they, they were like, hey man, we heard all, you were doing all this stuff with, uh, bread, you know, and the, the fishes and the loaves and everything. And he was like, oh yeah, the fishes and the loaves, people love that. And then they were like, oh yeah, and you were doing the water to wine and stuff. You're putting the wine people out of business because you're just doing all the stuff, you know? Doing it for free, and he was yeah. like. He's like, yeah, I was doing all that. I thought that was really cool. Um, people love that shit too. And they were like, hey, not cool. He's like, what? I thought it was cool. But apparently. Yeah, he crossed a, he crossed a line. He crossed a couple lines, I'll say, uh, that guy yeah. did over time. Um, first of all, he was young when they killed him, so it means he's a millennial, which we don't mm-hmm. – you don't like that at all. Um, those guys are really annoying. Um but the other thing is you brought up the the wine thing. So so with the wine, what he was doing, this is my recollection of it. I spent some time in church as a youth. He would turn water into wine. Yeah. Jesus we're talking about here. Yeah. People immediately go to, what, what are you talking about? You're talking about a, a famous guy with liquor. What do you mean? Sammy Hagar? George Clooney? Nice. Yeah. No, not or, those uh, guys. Dan Aykroyd? Are you talking about Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd, uh... uh uh, who's the guy who directed the Godfather movies? Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, he's got a, like a big vineyard. Yeah. So he's you sort know, of doing you know, it. Too. You know who else has a big vineyard? Is uh, Maynard Keenan, I think, of Tool. Doesn't he have a big vineyard? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. That's cool, huh? I feel like uh, Axl Rose does, but maybe I'm thinking of his chili. You're thinking of Axl Rose chili, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's wine in it. It's got that wang to it. That's just there's a there's a lot of different. I like that. I like the Axl Rose chili because there there are so many flavors. You you would think, hey, I love chili, man, but I love uh, just one kind of chili. Axl Rose says, 
uh, hey, actually, there's more than one kind of chili, and I'm yes. going to show you how uh, all the different ways you can make. There's teriyaki chili. There's um, there's uh, jerk chicken chili mm-hmm. that I have, Axl Rose. And uh, he's got all these different lines. It's really good. He's got uh, black and white chili. He's got uh, dessert chili. Um, mm-hmm. He's got HD chili. He's got chili for all. He's got chili for if you're driving the car and you don't have a bowl and a spoon. It comes in like a little gogurt type squeezer. Ooh, man, that's good. God, that hits the spot when you warm it up and you just run out the door. You got that fistful of chili in your hand. <laughs> Axl Rose Go Chili is what it's called. And it is a delight. I don't. I didn't know that he would know so much about chili, but he did sort of, and I say this with respect, he sort of, he plumped up a little bit after he got off tour and I maybe that's just because he was living such an unhealthy lifestyle you know being a rock star and now he's sort of back in the civilian world he's just sort of back to it he's he's not at his playing weight anymore you know what I mean he's kind of he's got some like yeah. salty looking fingers and I wonder if he's just been in the chili lab all this time this this is uh, so so I will say that people who go to uh culinary school uh is that how you say it absolutely people who go People who go to chef school, yep. Somebody, somebody ragged on me for saying culinary. I think that's the way you spell. That's the original French translation way of saying it. Yeah, people but, like uh, the American stuff. It's like okay. Um. Yeah. Sorry for saying faithful to the true origins of right? uh, the word. <laughs> Hello. But I think that when you people who go to um, like uh, schools like that, when they when they try to become chefs, they 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 do naturally, I guess, plump up. They put on some pounds, and but I think it's this is actually because I think the way that Axl Rose looks like now, he looks like he's a, a zombie who's uh, just bloated and about to burst and take out half of your team. Yeah, um, I think that he that's actually the way that you're supposed to look. You're supposed to look like a big fat uh, wad of gum. I think you're supposed to look like that. I think so, and that's, too. And that's how I that's how I look, too, so I think I agree with him. You're supposed to look like a belcher. Like, aren't, isn't that what they were called from Left for Dead? I think so. The ones that would, like, they would waddle out and they'd go, Urgh! and they'd explode, and uh, their blood was toxic because they didn't take care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, they got all the chili. That was the implication, is that some zombies are... How how should we say less athletic than others? Sort of an yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's like uh, the fat zombies and the skinny zombies, and like the the fat ones are like, yeah, you know, hey man, I'm still trying, you know, I'm still trying right. to get out there and eat people and everything, you know. And the guys like the skinny zombies are like, yeah, but you know, come on, save some for the rest of us, right? <laughs> and the other zombies are like, ah, they're like laughing and stuff. And then yeah, kind of smash cut to another group of zombies, and they're playing like. Three on three hoops mm-hmm. on the blacktop, and it's like it's like going down. Like they're actually getting pretty rough over there, and uh, it's call your own fouls. So uh, with zombies, you know, it, obviously they lose an arm or whatever, and you know, play on. So yeah. Plus, there's all you know. You've got uh, there's the zombie that wears glasses still, because mm-hmm. he's like kind of a smart zombie. Um, you would think that whatever the disease, actually. Let me ask you this. How do, what do you subscribe to when it comes to zombies? Is it a disease or are we the disease? Let me put that in your corner. Oh, wow. Yeah. It makes you think, right? Like, uh, is this the way that humanity is supposed to be, uh, supposed to end up? Is is this just Earth 
taking its uh, natural course and just wiping and reclaiming the earth, you know? It's just, uh, yes. I've thought about that a lot. Is like maybe we're actually sort of the little the, – the bacteria on earth, you know, and – and maybe the earth like comes along and says, uh, hey, wait a minute. You know, I was just I stepped out back for a smoke and you guys fucked everything up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was the plot of The Happening, which was a very uh, was a very terrifying movie about what if the trees got mad at us, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Take that AOC. Right. Um, <laughs> so we've got the big Easter show. I hope you've got your eggs. Oh, does everyone have their eggs? Oh, please. You know, um, you got to have your eggs because of the rabbit. And we all know the story of that and why that makes a lot of sense is the rabbit mm-hmm. comes, the rabbit comes by and, oh, he's got the eggs for us. And, you know, and then you go find the eggs and, and that's, I guess that's what he wanted the whole time. Um, for, for I mean, it's kind of a shitty system, right? The guy comes along and says, hey, I got some eggs I just shit out. And I've hidden them in various locations. And I would I would just be standing in the doorway while the guy's there, you know, the rabbit. Right. And I would say, you know, what the fuck's that got to do with me? I'm not, I got shit to do. I don't, I'm not going to go clean up like your your waste out of my yard, you know? Because that's what it is, right? It is his waste. He It comes out of him, his own self. Yeah. Um, so he kind of comes by and he gives you homework, which is great. Um, yeah, hey, hey, man, I know you weren't doing anything, and it's like, uh, uh, and I got all this stuff in my hands, you know, and it's like, <laughs> okay. Hey, I know it's Sunday, and you're already sort of on edge anyway, because you're about to start the work and school week, um, and you've got all, you've got sort of the list of things you didn't get accomplished on Saturday that kind of go over into Sunday, and, uh, you know, you got to start thinking about going to the grocery store for the week, and um and finishing up some laundry and some other household chores but i thought what would be fun is if i took a <laughs> shit over your yard um and, you and they're to... in a bunch of different fun shapes and colors <laughs> and everything so you you'll get a kick out of it your kids will love it and i'm going to take off so <laughs> yeah and then he does the i was never here thing too so it's like you got to keep his secret i don't like that either yeah i'm like a part of the conspiracy it's him it's the leprechaun guys, because they're also sort of causing trouble um, in a way that I'm supposed to be in on. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like being implicated. It's like, like, yeah, like if you want to do like a whole freaky weird thing, you go do that. Like, keep me out of your whole shit. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. If you're, you're, this is your whole brand is I'm here, you know, I'm not here to make friends. You know, I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Um, I like painting the town red, whatever it is. That's fine, man. I'm a family man. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep it together over here on a day-to-day basis. I don't have time to clean up. What is the leprechaun thing? They scatter, do they, what do they, scatter clovers or what do they I do? Think, I think they also take shits. They crap too, don't they? Yeah. A lot of our, a lot of our nation's traditions are rather scatological in nature, I find. But it's good for the kids and they love it, so hell. (laughs) You know, the kids love shit and crap, so that's what we're doing uh, on the show today. Uh, What what the hell else is going on? We got a little Sunday service going on because it's Coach, is it Coachella happening right now? Is that what it is? Coachella! Coachella is happening right now, JF. Uh, They have uh, all the guys over there. All the guys are at the, in the big desert or wherever it is. And they, uh, all the dudes are like have their shirts off, you know, and they, yes. all the ladies are have beads on or something. And then they're watching uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio stand uh, for like 30 minutes. And uh, then they move on to the next one and it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. And they're just works. screaming and just throwing like glow sticks at him and stuff while he's up there. Yeah. He's like, yeah. um, I'm looking at some of the folks that are appearing at Coachella. I don't I know sent- anything about Coachella. I've never been to Coachella in my life. I would I would never like to go, I think. I think I would very much not like to go. Is I, I was going to ask, is there a part of you that feels like, because I, I know, I've told you this before, you're a little bit like me in the sense that you just like to sit around and be on the computer. But there's also a little part of you that likes, to, you like to get a little wild at times. You like to go and inspir- experience things and kind of be crazy or whatever. Is that part of you thinking, oh, this is just like a party, like I could just go to that. Is, is that intriguing at all? The the only part uh, that interests me is the drugs that may be there. Yeah, <laughs> that that is the only part. I would not like to be around people. Uh, I would not like to be like in the hot sun if that's a part of it. Yes, um, I, I would not is. like to. There's a lot of loud music, um, and then there's like a, I have to plan some outfits, you know. And it's it seems like a whole thing. It's like camping, essentially, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a it's like noisy camping. And it's awful. I I would not. I don't think I would like to go to one. I'm not a big festival guy in the first place. It seems Back like a in, bad time. In Woodstock, I would have just. I would have been like, uh, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'll catch you guys later." On like the first day, and then I would go back to. Right. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Watching like a movie or something. What was I doing in the seventies? Probably. Uh, what was that? 1975. What was that? Mas- masturbating. I think you was were in the sixties. Weren't know. you in the space program at that time? When was Woodstock? Are we fucking stupid that we don't know when Woodstock was? It was 61, right? I think there was a couple Jesus of them. Jesus Christ. I'm looking Woodstock at some of the people 99. that are there. Well, that was Woodstock, the main one. That was the main one, yeah. <laughs> so it's like very loud music. So you would be very loud. Now, I'm, now, there are a lot of people that I've heard of before. I think there wasn't there a big thing where it was like, oh, Ariana Grande got paid more than Beyonce did. Or maybe was that for something else? No, I think that was Coachella, yeah. Um, but if you look on this uh, poster, you've got so you could be. This is what you. This is what you're missing out on. You could be doing this. You could be. Um, you could be in a very hot place. You'd be very hot, and you'd be wearing some stinky clothes, mm-hmm. and you would have like armbands like up and down your arm, and uh, you would be drinking uh, water out of a, a four dollar and fifty cent bottle of uh, Dasani, and. Mm-hmm. And over the speakers, which are just so much bigger than anything you thought that you could actually get anywhere, would be you would be hearing the immortal sounds of uh, Gucci Gang, um, uh, Claro, uh, Rico Nasty, and Cola Boy. Yes, and you could be hearing that, and you could say. Oh, where's the water? I just finished my water. I need another. Um, <clears throat> I need another water. And uh, and you walk by, and there's like a there's like two twenty year olds fucking on the hood of your rental car. See, now all that sounds good. Yeah. Um, especially Rico Nasty and the Jam Jam Boys, or whatever you said. Yeah. All that sh- all that shit sounds dope to me. So maybe I will go after all. I don't know. Yeah, you could go. It's I I think it says it's in Indio, California. And I don't, is that a place or is that just like a, 
like a metaphysical thing. I don't know what it is. Um, I'd I'd love to go there and see what uh, offerings the many brands have have presented for us to to peruse. Uh, the T Mobile John John Lagour is he going to be uh, is he going to be there? You know, doing some stuff like uh, hey fuck AT and T or whatever the fuck he says all the time. There's got to be some very cool brands there, and I'm sure if there's like a, there's probably a hashtag you could click on. And you could see, because it says here they have art installations, but I bet they also, they must also have those corporate booths where yeah. you you can see sort of the companies that are trying to make themselves extremely appealing to the exact type of uh, person that goes to Coachella. So they've got like a very, like a minimalist couch and they've got a guy sitting there. And he's like, hey, do you want some um, freaking, do you want like a little fan that spits water at you? And it's like mist. You want like a misting fan? And you're like, oh, I don't really have time to talk. And he says, no, 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 no sales pitch, you know. Mm -hmm. I know I'm here on behalf of the Ford Motor Corporation, uh, which, by the way, CarPlay in every vehicle now, up and down the line. Um, But really, just take the fan for free and... If on your way out, you want to slap the hood of this Ford Focus ST over here and just kind of see... I mean, you can even sit in the damn thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm here all weekend anyway. See? <laughs> just like Man. one of these... <laughs> the lanyard guy. <laughs> oh, man, lanyards. Um, no, I'll, I'll, love be, to, I'll be at home during that, but it sounds good. I'd love to hit up the Dish TV booth and mm. see what those guys got popping off over there. Hey, remember the Hopper? Uh, well, we don't have it anymore, but we have. Uh, you can get Netflix on. You can get Netflix on your uh, on your satellite dish now. Isn't that is wild? That, is that true? <laughs> now I'm like interested. <laughs> Holy shit! I thought it was only on um, every other thing that you can plug in. Yeah, but if you can get it on your satellite dish, thereby making it like even like worse somehow. That would be great. Um, Anyways, this episode brought to you by Coachella. So check it out. Indio, California. It's probably happening now, or it's over by the time uh, you've heard this. So We have no idea. Yeah. We don't know. There's no way for us to find out. We're old, so it's doesn't it's not relevant to us anymore. We don't we don't we don't get that news anymore. We don't we don't we're not plugged in. No, I keep trying to find out the news and they won't let me have it. You you hear the you see this stuff on the on the Twitter there where the guy you know the guy's named Billy uh, was his name Billy Ellish or something like that. Okay, I've seen this person's name. Yes, I've seen the name too. Now we're up on who it is, and now we know everything about it, so we can just Bill, move on. Billy, I don't know what I, it's a it's an artist performer of some renown. Uh, Billy. Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell, born December 18th, 2001. Oh, you already know. Depressingly recent uh, date of birth. Um, Dude, I saw I saw something the other day. Somebody said they were born in like 95, and I was like, oh my God, this kid, that's a baby. But it was like an adult man yeah. who said this. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to kill myself, but that's cool to hear that you, that you were born... Um, God, what? Let's see, nineteen ninety-five. Was this probably like a? We probably didn't even have beepers. There's probably no more beepers. I don't even know about beepers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was a lady, a lady singer, seven, age seven, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, that's years what I, of age. Cool. That's what I said. Yeah. But we've got the podcast and everything. So. Yeah. I uh, wanted to give you guys an update on an old Kickstarter. We like to do this. this is a new thing we're doing now, sort of as we 
enter the twilight of our creative period. <laughs> you know, where we uh, <laughs> we're sort of winding down. You know, um, I'm just I'm just riding Jesse into the sunset. <laughs> We're sort of at the point now where uh, we haven't we haven't officially stopped like like when like when window when Microsoft says hey um, just so you know we're gonna stop supporting you know Windows what is it eight what the fuck they recently got rid of one but they give you <laughs> they give you like one or two years so you can get your shit together and you're not depending on it anymore yeah that's yeah. sort of what we're we're kind of sundowning right now so. <laughs> <laughs> So don't depend on old Mike and JF. If you if you have any mission critical systems that depend on Mike and JF, you're gonna want to migrate those um, because they are. We're gonna see support on those guys uh, within the next three fiscal years. Um, but I want to update on an old Kickstarter here. This is way back from episode 35. It's called the K Cup Castle. The K Cup Castle, Mike. Do you K-Cup remember Castle. this? I think I remember this. JF. It was a little K cup holder thing that was shaped like a cat, like a little castle thing. And you drop your K cups in it and it comes out and there's a lot of fun for everybody. How seamlessly do we go from discovering a 17 year old, uh, star musician, uh, to reflecting on the time period where not only were K cups, um, the, like the newest thing in the coffee world, but, Solving the problem of how to store an excess of them was like on the bleeding edge of techno. Like everyone wanted to know, what do I do with all of my motherfucking cake? I have so many K cups, I need to store them. You know, there, I mean, there are a lot of them. There are. That's by design. There have to be a lot of them because <laughs> they all take up a discrete amount of space with their little cup. Yeah. So this thing uh, was shaped like a castle, in which. Um, and I don't know a lot about castle stuff, so the castle people are going to uh, take me to task for this. But the things on the on either side of the wall of a castle, I'm going to say are called towers or spires. Mm. You would call mm-hmm. them towers, right? I would say they're towers. I know they have an actual name. Uh, I, I don't care to learn it. There's only so much room inside of my head that I, yeah. to fit information. I'm not... I'm not I'm not deleting something to make room. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> you got to keep all the stuff that's in there now. I mean, it's it's enough of a job just keeping that stuff from leaking out somehow and just falling off the face of the earth. Yeah. To say nothing like, of adding something new to it. I mean. I'm like, if I can remember what this is and then I'll forget my social security number. That's how it works. <laughs> There's only so much fucking space. I'm going to say they're called, tower sounds good. I'm going to say roundulets. It sounds like that could be what it is. <laughs> It just seems like that would be something. I'm gonna and you say roundulets. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say standy boys. Okay, well, because that is what they do. That's functional. They stand up. They do, and they stand the rest of the stuff up. Um, yeah. So in either one of those, those would be rough. The circumference of those would roughly accommodate the standard K cup size. And I'm just assuming by this point. You know, look, this was this was a little while ago we did this. This, this I'll, I'll give you the spoiler tag on this one. So in case Nira Tandon is listening, she's not. She can she can click off right now. Nira, the, spoiler alert: the funding was canceled on this pro this project here. They did not make this project. Um, so this was in 2017. It's been almost. It's okay. I guess it's been a year and a half now. Is it possible that new K-cup shapes have emerged into the marketplace? 
I feel like yes. What do you think? You think new shapes have come out? I think there's probably new sizes, right? Like, what if you want like a, what if you want like an extra busty roast? What if you want like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you want more grounds in the beans? I would say that it, it wouldn't make sense uh, vis-a-vis backwards compatibility to uh, alter the K-cup size. I could be wrong. You know, even even fucking Microsoft can't figure out the backwards compatibility. It's yeah. cool that the coffee company has to do it. Um, but I remember there being DRM on these things, so I feel like the door is open to all kinds of wacky shenanigans with the K-cups. Yeah. Do you remember this? There's DRM on them? Yeah, there's the funny thing about it was the DRM was on the 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 foil lid on top, so you could just use the same foil lid for any other K cup. Oh, wonderful! I will be pirating my coffee. Um, yeah. <laughs> this uh, so you could put the little K cups down the tower holes, and it would it would hold several of them. Um, the only downside to this being you would have like a massive plastic castle. Um, on your kitchen on your counter. counter. It would hold up to five <laughs> at a well, time. <laughs> each tower held five. It was ten total, which it says here is the average number found in a typical K-cup box. And so you only have ten... If you if you can only fit ten in there, my K-cup knowledge has lapsed over time. My recollection is it's one K-cup per cup of coffee, cup of joe, right? Correct. Correct, Yeah. So if you've got 10 in there and you go through two a day, if you go through two cups a day of coffee, then you're going, th- you're going through the whole castle worth in a business week, right? Yeah. So you're just refilling. Like this is like a big part of your life now. It's like buying the K-cups, putting the K-cups in the tower. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Uh so first of all, it doesn't make sense at all. But it doesn't make sense to 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 have this as a thing in your life. Just put them in a fucking drawer or something. What are you doing with your life? God in heaven. Making the thing like this is this is the thing about coffee, right? Uh coffee does not take up much space because it's just like a powder. So what the what the Green Mountain Corporation did is they decided let's put it in a cup and make it take up like 500% more space than it should. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and let's make let's make a lot of trash for no reason. Um, and let's make the coffee bad also. And everyone was like, this is the, one of the greatest ideas. Yeah, we live in the future now. This is awesome. <laughs> but then to take those cups and to say, these cups aren't taking up, up enough space. I need to surround them with like a massive plastic toy. <laughs> it's just, it's wild. And also, it's so specific. Like, who fucking? Who did, what, I mean, Game of Thrones is almost over, folks. What are we? What are we so worried about castles for? Still, yeah. Is that anyone's aesthetic? The castle aesthetic? Are we still into this? Is Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is over, right? They're on the last season. They're on the have last you been, season. You, you've been watching that show at all? I have not been watching it. Yeah, I'm up on it. I'm up to date on the show. Are you for real? Yeah, I am. Wow. Yeah. Who's your Who's your favorite guy on there? Oh God! Didn't think I was going to ask, huh? Yeah, I didn't. Um, the thing about the show is, if you know, you say you like somebody, and then before you know it, they're a bad guy or they're dead, 
or they're like freaking humping a dog or whatever. So it's kind of hard to say who your favorite, you know, character is. I one of one of one of my favorite characters is probably uh the guy the the scarred guy with his face is scarred up. He's called the Hound. And uh in his one of his chief characteristics is he's an evil piece of shit. He's my favorite guy, I think. <laughs> Not a lot of redeemable characters on the show. <laughs> so. um, Sounds good. It does, yeah, it's really good. Um, but I'm back, so I'm back on hot coffee. Um, oh, yeah? I'm back on hot coffee. I've made a big point in the past of saying that I don't like hot beverages. And this is true still. This is still true. I prefer cold beverages. I think if you drink it, it should be cold in your mouth. But I'm trying to somehow unlock the caffeine content of coffee. I need I'm tired. I'm mm-hmm. so fucking tired. And I'm hoping that coffee being hot will make me less tired. Is there do you think there's anything to that? Uh, yeah, I don't know, because the way that I feel is when I drink a hot beverage, I just want to curl up and go to sleep, and that's at odds with the caffeine. I don't I don't think I get affected by the caffeine in coffee unless I drink, like, four yeah. cups of coffee, and then I'm, like, straight, but... The only time I feel like I have a noticeable effect from caffeine, yeah, and I've tried it all. I've tried the big, you know, the homebrew iced coffee... Um, you know, the cold brew stuff you throw in the fridge. Um, I've tried going to the store and buying the big jug of pre-made cold brew or the concentrate, you know, mixing it up, um, not mixing it up, you know, all the energy drinks, the monster drinks, the Red Bull drinks, whatever. The only time I feel like I get a caffeine jolt is when I fucking go to the coffee shop and buy like a $3 or $4 cup of coffee from the coffee shop. I I don't know what the fuck does the shop have something different? That's the only time I feel any good. <laughs> That's the only time I feel good in my whole life is when I do that. <laughs> but it's not sustainable. You can't do that. You can't be buying one of those fucking cuz anytime somebody wants to sell you something they they tell you how much it costs in terms of going to the coffee store. So you can't fucking do that mm-hmm. and then you're you're in everyone's clutches for the rest of your life. Are you getting enough sleep there, JF? How much sleep are you getting here? I don't know. I think I get an okay amount, you know, probably on average, like, probably from like, you know, 11.30 or midnight to 6.30, 7. So what is that, like six and a half hours most of the time? That's probably it's, normal, right? It's not, it's not enough. I don't, I don't feel good unless I get 11 hours of sleep. Okay. I don't that's, know. The, that's the sweet spot for me. <laughs> I probably can't pull that one off. Anyways, that was the K-Cup Castle, and that was a bunch of other bullshit as well. Um, Why don't we hop into the six-pack, Mike? Okay. Welcome to the mother freaking um, uh, six-pack. Six um, we're going to do this now. We're going to do six of them. Um, you know what? We'll make it as, as quick and as painless as possible. This is, hey, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. 
Um, and they teach that <coughs> they teach that in doctor college, I think. So, <laughs> Mike, uh, did you want to do one of them? Um, I don't usually like to do these, but I will go ahead and do uh, one of these six pack things that you're so crazy about. Okay. Uh, every once in a while, JF, we like to do on this show uh, something about our beloved president we all love him we all think he's great but well is it is it it's good sometimes to step back and say hey you know what this is kind of funny and kind of have a laugh either at his expense or at ours and he's good natured about it he loves he loves when people are like uh, razzing him he loves uh when people are like teasing him and stuff he has a good heart he has um he's uh very good about these sorts of things donald trump famously likes to say you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but yeah. I'm yeah. I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I know how to do. And if that's not good enough, um, honestly, you know, um, I guess I guess you can take it up with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Hey, we all have our failings. Uh, you know, there was only one infallible man, and he died on that cross many, many moons ago. This is, this is Donald Trump saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't proclaim to be – he keeps going on like this. Steve I don't Bannon procl- in the back is holding his hand up and going, amen, even though he's not, he doesn't work there anymore. He's like, hey, man. You know? Stephen, Stephen Miller's like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> he's like uh, – <laughs> Wade in the water. <laughs> like, <laughs> just all religious. It's a very spiritual administration. It just is. Yeah. You know, you can't take that away from him. But he likes to – He what's uh, funny about Donald Trump is when you, you make fun of him, right? And you're not really – you know, we, we don't hate him or whatever. We, they, um, mm. You make fun of him and he – sometimes he'll even join in. He'll be like – he'll be like uh, – you'll be like, hey, Donald Trump, you know, we think it's really like uh, you shouldn't put uh, kids in the cages or whatever and razzing him about that. And he's like, hey, what about my fucked up hair too, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. It looks hey, all fucked up. It, you know, they kick old Donnie Trump while he's down. Come on. <laughs> this is uh this is something called Trump as advertised. Trump as advertised. Ad parodies and satires. Uh parody and satire, two of the greatest weapons in the humor arsenal. Just made that up. How did that sound? I thought that was really good. Um Yeah, you could even do something like uh you could do like question, you could do like Q question, you know. Uh, what is the bomb that's even more powerful than a nuclear bomb in a warhead put together? Mm-hmm. Answer, the laughter of millions, especially children. <laughs> and it would just, it's just like slicing through all the bullshit like a laser beam, you know? Yeah. This is Trump is advertised, so get ready to, to shit your fucking pants because this is going to, this is going to blow your lunch out of your ass and into your jeans. That's how funny this is. And this is uh, Damn. <clears throat> so I hope you I hope you didn't eat anything too messy. I hope you ate something very with a lot of fiber in it, something that's gonna hold that turd together. Yes. Long long enough for you to remove your pants, remove your undershorts, mm-hmm. uh grabs a, a plastic bag, like a grocery bag, maybe double that up, pick the turd up out of your uh underwear mm. uh put the turd in the uh toilet flush it 
and then just uh, get rid of that bag. You're going to want to put that, probably wrap that up, put that inside of another bag, tie that bag off. Yeah. Put the put the bag in the trash can, maybe stuff that way, way deep down in there. Uh, just uh, not speaking maybe. from personal experience. I've never shit my shorts, but. No, <clears throat> no. And, and, and I wouldn't either. But, you know, if you're in that situation, if you want to actually go ahead and take the trash bag out early because it is. You don't have enough trash coming up, and it's going to stink in the house. So just get it. You actually just go ahead and get it out of the house because it's going to yeah. stink. And and uh, what you might find is that people are sort of asking questions. They're like, "Man, it kind of smells like poop in here." Like, you know, mm-hmm. did somebody did somebody poop? And like the dog, and you're like, "Maybe the dog pooped." And they're like, "Oh, that doesn't smell like a dog poop," you know. So just maybe go ahead and just nip that in the bud and get it out and of then, the way. You know. Then the questions you'll be getting is, "Hey, did somebody take the trash out early?" And then you. <laughs> You smile and look at the camera. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the trash fairy. You know, kind of turned it into like a, a riff. Fun thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trump has advertised. We took uh, great ad campaigns and spoofed Donald Trump, such as Dunkin' Donuts is now Donald Donuts. That one seems like sort of a one to one. You don't have to work very hard on figuring that one out, I guess. Absolute vodka is now absolute bigot. That one slices hard. That one cuts you to the bone. That one kind of bangs, yeah. Uh, American Express is American Ex-Prez. It's very funny. Still the president now, but maybe you just kind of hope to roll a bingo on that one here in a couple years. Yeah. It says 45 ad parodies in here, so we're... um, So they'll pick, I guess, different uh, companies and try to spin it into like a, a fucking Donald I mean, just, Trump thing. Just a meme, basically, huh? I guess, man. A meme from the from the brain of somebody who thinks advertising is good. This is awful, man. Uh, it's Mueller time because, of course, the liberals have had that in their back pocket for for some time. They love. Uh, yeah. They love that one. And this is so this is a book full of them. So Yeah, these are just like uh things that this guy thought was I have this to be really funny and like he put it down here and then it's not funny somehow. I don't know what happened in between the conception and execution but something messed up cuz the Viagra there's a Viagra ad it says America has electile dysfunction and we're all feeling very blue. Mm. It's Vi- Viagra ad. Uh, and this one says diet joke, less than zero taste, and it's written in sort of the diet coke style. And I and I wanted to know if you could could you parse that joke for me? What does that joke mean? What diet joke. Diet joke. Diet joke, less than zero taste. Because <laughs> that's mean, not. Uh, yeah, what does that know. mean? That's not anything, is it? Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a uh, one for uh, Adidas. It says "Adios, amigo." This is when they're. He's still okay. the president, though. I mean, it's not really. Uh, yeah, and if also if you click on the links, Trump as advertised dot com, they didn't register the domain, but they they put it on the all of the uh, all of the links, all of the little examples that they have of their jokes. They they didn't register the domain, so that's 
There's a Titleist one that just is. Uh... Have you seen that? You see the Titleist one? <laughs> does it, what does it say? Like, t- uh... oh yeah, it does. It does say titties. It says titties. It's written in the Titleist font. It says titties, and it says the number one ball in golf for people that suck. <laughs> but the titties doesn't have anything to do with that. That's almost making fun of. Making fun of Titleist almost more than it I is. I would wear a, I like I wouldn't wear a hat with titties on it. I would wear a hat with titties on it that just said titties. Come yeah, on. that's funny. It's probably on fucking Redbubble or whatever the fuck that website is now. Uh, then there's okay, so there's best there's Best Buy Best Buy okay electronics website Best Buy right. Mm-hmm. It says Best Buy B Y E. Uh oh. President Trump on sale, 100% off, he must go. Best Buy. Best Buy. That's not really. There's not a lot here. This is not as, this is not maybe as good as, as they could be, but, but you ever, boy, meet, you, you ever meet somebody who's like really into, uh, or like loves that, uh, Banksy, Banksy guy? Yeah. Uh, I don't have not, I, I've not met anyone like that. Uh, I don't. I tend not to meet folks, but I I can understand that there are people like that who exist. I mean, the fucking one he did, like he did a doodle on a shed up there, and and then the next day they had like a bunch of plexiglass around it or something. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's going on? I'm not an art guy, though. I don't know art. I don't know anything. I'm a a stupid moron. You don't know art? Let me introduce you next time I see him. (laughs) Kind of a, it's because it's a guy's name, too, so. Oh, well, uh, well, I already know his friend Paul. I guess they're not friends, but mm. they had sort of an acrimonious split, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Simon and Garfunkel, sort of yeah. going full of... circle on not knowing current musicians, I think. All the Coachella guys are like, who, now who the fuck is that? We know the Billy Ellish person or whatever the fuck from earlier. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's funny. Um, it's very funny. It's very funny, and it's it's going to get funded. I think one dollar pledged of the fifty thousand dollar goal. It's not going to get funded. I think fifty seven days to go. I think the one thing you could do here, if you wanted to get this thing funded, was Mike. If you could go ahead and read uh, that excerpt of the foreword there by Robert De Niro, and this so this is apparently true. This is apparently written by Robert De Niro, who I think is hasn't he sort of become like a like a poster online now. He talks about stuff. He talks about politics and stuff. Does he? I think he does a little bit. I think he does a little bit of resisting online. This, but this isn't this isn't like a is this a forward for this book or is this a forward that they they just put Robert De Niro in? <laughs> I I think that's for this book and I think he actually did it. I don't know why he would have done it. Maybe this guy did a forward joke by it one time. Forward by Robert De Niro. It says our baby in chief. The J off in chief, I'll call him already, like right out of the gate. Yeah, destroyed. What if Donald Trump sees this? That's gonna be anything about that, huh? Right. Uh, or the Jack off in chief, he says, has put the press, uh, the press under siege, ridiculing it and trying to discredit it through outrageous attacks and lies. This effing idiot is the president. It's the emperor's new clothes. The guy has a the guy is a fucking fool. Our baby in chief, the jack off in chief. I'll call him. You can just repeat yourself there, but that <clears throat> yeah, that is like it's amazing that you wouldn't edit that a little. Yeah, if you're gonna print that in your 
joke book. You know? But Robert De Niro is funny. Can you milk me? Anyways, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> All right. That's Trump has advertised, Mike. Uh, I got one here. Uh, oh, let's see. What is it? Oh, what, which one is it going to be? Oh, tell me. Tell me. I need to know. Yeah. This is funny. This is called uh, Baby Toupees. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Baby Toupees. Baby Toupees. Now, this is a joke. Okay, so... so I I got the joke. I know that it is a joke. It's Baby Toupee is a harebrained musical about crowdfunding. Okay. This is this is a little tongue in cheek, tongue planted firmly in cheek on this one. Uh and it's a so it's a musical. This the musical itself is real, so it's not a fake project, but they're doing it with sort of the same this is what's interesting about this to me. They have sort of the same skepticism of crowdfunding campaigns that you and I share, Mike. Um so, this is the story. Three students desperate to reboot their lives meet at a how to crowdfund seminar at the Terre Haute Airport Suites. Hope I'm saying that right. Um, hoping to turn their big ideas into big successes. Meet Ruben, a young Brooklyn hotshot, inventor of the Orgasm app. It lets you know if she's making it or faking it. Frances, a Midwest divorcee whose bitter breakup led her to start FU Cookies, delicious confections wrapped in an FU note and sent to the enemy of your choice. And Frank, a Florida widower who hopes to make good on his dead wife's idea, Opera Flush, a toilet attachment that plays Puccini and all your favorite arias when you flush. They come to the receive their wisdom and blessing of their idol, seminar leader and self-proclaimed crowdfunding king Gary Panko. You can be a one percenter with Gary Panko as your mentor. He's the brains behind such crowdfunded sensations as pet lingerie, because sexy pets are here to stay. And surely you've heard of the big box chain Gerbil Central. Gerbils only don't ask for hamsters. Gary's newest campaign is already winner, the Pope Dummy. Um, unfortunately, Gary stole the idea, so on and so forth. So now right there you had a few uh, real or fake Kickstarters, basically. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get litigious, but <laughs> I mean, kind of rings a bell as far as coming up with you know fake, uh, fake little crowd crowdfunding campaigns. Although these kind of read like Mike Huckabee was writing them instead of me, <laughs> would be my one thing on it. Um, what's what was notable to me about this is is the people who are doing this do seem to know what they're doing, like they've done productions before, um, but to waste it on such a bad idea is very funny to me. And it struck me that what we are doing he- here is like the exact opposite. I think I think taking some crowdfunding stuff and making fun of it is a good idea, and we're not good at it. And I think I would much yes. rather be... I would much rather have the good idea and be bad at, at executing it than I would be uh, talented and have a horrible idea. And just like knowing... Like, oh, I know how to do so much stuff, but I'm I'm just like, I'm stuck on this stupid-ass idea where I have to sing about uh, Gerbil Central, you know? What's your dog up to? <sighs> well, he heard pet lingerie. and He, he got excited, th- huh? He started thinking, okay, I'm going to wear my little panties or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what the fuck, you know. Pro- probably, honestly, probably somebody has who's, somebody is walking their dog on the street 
which oh, is yeah. so, if that fucking that pisses me off, dude. Walk your dog at your house, right? Okay, okay. Not that hard. I'm trying to do a podcast, okay, and I'm trying to do a <laughs> bit about how I'm not good at it, and meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fucking recording goes to shit because you, oh, because you, oh, your dog, you know. Yeah. It just pisses me off. So, um, anyways, I'm going to play a little bit of this, uh, the some of the musical stuff, um, so you guys can hear what it is. I'm going to have to skip around the video a little bit to get to the specific part. Um, but you can hear, they sing a little song and stuff, and it's fine. Just like, why? Well, I can't believe this is the idea. They, you could do one about cats, I think, you know. Yeah, like oh. a big cat people walking around, you know? Yeah, you could do that, but instead you've got, well, so I'll just play it and you can see. There's also lots of juicy relationship stuff. Like Ruben cheating on his fiance while discovering that his invention, the orgasm app, is a bust. There's Francis. So you know, like I was saying, you got some really, I, I assume, in their own uh, scope, in their own area of expertise, some really talented folks coming together to make, I mean, let's think of how much work goes into this. You got to fucking write the thing and score it, and then you got to play the music, you got to sing, you got to get people in there singing the songs. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, it's a fucking, oh, it stinks. It's no good. Um. Actually reminds me, I I went and saw. So I did see Hellboy this week. Yeah, how was that? Huh. Uh, well, you know, you know, I love the Hellboy movies. I think the Hellboy universe is very cool. I think the comics are neat. Um, you have you have a lot of Hellboy T-shirts and a lot of Hellboy posters. I noticed. You, so you're in like really invested in this. That sounds too plausible. So in, I'm going to stop <laughs> you right there. I'm going to push back on that. I don't have posters um, of Hellboy. Although it would be fine if I did. I think it's an, a cool, but I don't. Um, and I don't have uh, the T-shirts either, although maybe now that you've mentioned it, I might look for one because I think I could probably wear one and it would be neat. You think you pull um, it off? I think I kind of could if it went with like the comic art style rather than the movie because yeah. I think the, the comic art, I mean, they have several different artists. I'm not going to bore you with it. The point is the movie st- stunk out loud. Um, and I say that as somebody who liked Hellboy and would have been up for anything, even if it was like mediocre, even if it was just fine, I would have been like, cool, another one to throw in the rotation to mm-hmm. rewatch, you know, while we're recording the podcast, for instance. Uh, but it really, really, uh, was not good. And what I, what I kept thinking about it was like, imagine how many fucking people who are like super good at their jobs fucking worked on this movie and I w- at what point did all of them realize like oh god this fucking this stinks why was it bad why didn't you like it I mean there's a lot of things about it the the, the writing was pretty in, incompetent um, it was really corny yeah. there were a lot of stock jokes in it and when we use them they're good but just seeing them on the screen I thought was 
it's weird to see Hellboy go like, uh, "Oi, that's gonna hurt in the morning," and and then like a giant comes by and like slices a horse in half, uh-huh. and then there's like a new metal riff in the background. That's Very, pretty cool. Well, I, the way I described it is cool. It but. sounds cool. Yeah, Mila, Mila Jovovich is in that film. She's a stone cold fox, JF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she looks great. She's very brooding in the movie. She has she has these powers, and you know, it's but it's just a generic story. They smushed a lot of stuff from the Hellboy world into it, and it, it doesn't really come out to anything. It doesn't really amount to anything uh, worth watching. Ian McShane is in it. You know, he's pretty wasted um, in the movie. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't really, he doesn't really, I think he's sort of sleepwalking through it, you know, <clears throat> in the way love, that he. Love he Ian McShane. He's so he, good. He's awesome. And his voice is incredible. But, it, you know, they've got him like behind a desk and he's like, okay, what's next? It's like, he's mm-hmm. like just moving the fucking plot along for him, you know? It's a weird way to use Ian McShane. But it wasn't good. But I just wonder like, um. Like, actually, Ian McShane has come out and said, I think when he was doing press for Hellboy, he said that the Deadwood movie is fine. Uh-oh. Which, if you love Deadwood, is probably not what you want to hear. <laughs> uh <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> I do love Deadwood, and that's, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> I'm going to look up, let me see exactly what he said. He says, um, okay, um, and Deadwood wrapped... In August 2006, buzz about the movie. Okay. Um, oh no, they just cut the damn shit. Okay, there must have been they they must he must have they must have sent him out again because now all I'm seeing is stuff where he's like, well, it's a really big budget or whatever. But I swear to God, I saw something where he was like, uh, eh, it's fine. It's not you know not too good or whatever. But um, I wonder if like all the people like uh, think about the people who are like. Uh, like, what's a key grip? You know what that is? Yeah, I know what that is. Same. But, uh, what? like, all the key grips on the set for Hellboy were watching it, or they were, like, keying some grips or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, oh, man, this the grips on this are good, but, like, the plot sucks. Mm-hmm. And then they just, I don't know, you just cash the check and move on, you know? I think that's the way it is, man. You got these... Um... <clears throat> not every if you if you work in Hollywood, not every movie that you, especially if you're just like a, I mean it's just like a job for people sometimes, you know. Yeah. Which is it's it's a movie, so uh, I don't know. You get all these people who are like nerds and they get invested in it. You know all these fucking guys who are like uh, <clears throat> pissed off about like uh, the Mortal Kombat ladies uh jugs aren't as big as they used to be and stuff and the guy at this movie studio who's working like 90 hour weeks is like oh it's just a a game though i'm just doing it to (laughs) i'm just doing it to pay like my car payment and stuff so yeah uh yeah mcshane here i found it he says um he's this is his exact quote he says i think it's yeah it's okay yeah Mm. it's good So he says, it's not good. He says he warns fans not to expect an episodic piece from the film take. He says, it's difficult when you've got to make a two hour movie of, of an episodic TV. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the number one thing you want. I think when you're making a movie is have the most famous movie guy 
the most famous guy from the movie and show go out and say, well, you know, it's pretty hard to, you know, it's not easy to make movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boy. So anyways, I'm just, you know, I'm glad that everything I put out, I'm equally proud of. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like, uh, just putting out episode after episode, all of them bangers that you would be uh, definitely proud to show somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, every everything that you do is like uh, your masterwork that you just sign your name on. That's right. Put it put it out in the ether, and just uh, everything's going to be okay. Every episode is my child, so yeah. that's how I feel about it. All right. Uh, did I even fucking? T- I didn't even say the important stuff on that. Which for an all time great episode, it's weird that I wouldn't. Uh, one thousand eight hundred twenty-one dollars of twenty thousand dollars. Six backers, fifty-four days to go. Look, you can, you know, get some little. You can get a little script or a poster or some tickets or whatever. I I would not want to sit through it, even as a guy who's interested in Kickstarter's ostensibly. So yeah. take that, take that for data. <sighs> JF, <clears throat> you use soap. Uh, okay. Guilty as charged, you know. Um. <clears throat> trying to quit. What, uh, <laughs> what, what I hate about soap is when you get down to the end of it and you, you get a little, uh, nub of soap, you know, and it's like, okay, now what? Nobody ever tells you what to do. and It's not on the package. And, uh, you call your mom there or whatever and she's like, uh, how the hell am I supposed to know? You know, you're 35, figure it out yourself. Right. Um, uh, and I just end up throwing the goddamn shit away. But not anymore. Because there's something called the Soap Butler, uh, which is the home soap making recycling system. Now, I've looked into making my own soap before. Is that true? Yeah. Because uh, I thought it would be just like a fun thing, you know, like uh, you add some stuff to like a little thing and like uh, make some scents out. I lo- I'm a big scents guy. I love scents. I love candles, you know. Unfortunately, like... one of your favorite scents is not common. What does that mean? Common sense. Oh, my God. And and I said, what's that mean? No! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Foolhardy Mike. Once All again. Right. <laughs> I'll cut that if that's too embarrassing for you. But No, nah, uh, it's not. So there's uh, different ways to make soap. You know, you can uh, get some pre-made blocks of soap and just add your own stuff to it or whatever. Or you can get some lye and some oils. Hey, get some lye. Let, yeah, let me take a Uber to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and stock up. Yeah, I think he's got plenty of oils, too. Check his hair piece. Yeah, nice. And... He's got, uh, I was trying to think of another one. I couldn't think of one. And he's Russian. Oh, oh, pulled it off. Yeah. <clears throat> well, but, that does um, sound, well, so the, the thing about soap is so many hazardous materials with soap, right? You've got, like you said, the lye, um, and you've also, it's like, it's, it's like rendered fat. Is that what it is? Or is that just from Fight Club? I don't know a lot about soap, but it seems hard. Yeah. That's so, so that's the that's the cold process method, right? Where you have the you have your lye and you have your oils and you mix them all together or whatever. Uh and that's that's fine if you want to make your own soap. I thought about I, I would love to make my own soap someday as like a little, you know, if you go ever ever you ever go with your uh wife or your old lady there to like one of these uh you ever go to like one of these places and it's like, hey, you can paint and you can uh, drink some yes. wine. I've, ne- I've never done it. I'll never do that in my life. But I've done it a few times. It's a great time. 
But uh, if you ever go there, I, I, I think that would be fine to do, to make your own soap in one of those things. I've seen the process. It looks cool because you've got the little the wooden molds and you've got your special – and they're all cool colors because you tint them to look a certain way. Um, and you've got probably what goes in there like oils, the smelly good oils, and you maybe you could put like a leaf in there or something. And that's sort of like for decorations and you can make certain parts of it look like a crystal or something. And then you can – you can take it down to the old farmer's market and, and make sell like it for six, six, seven bucks a pop. Six, seven, yeah. <clears throat> I am a goddamn fool, JF, for those right. fucking uh, soaps with all the leaves and shit in it. Yeah, and, and if there's a picture of a goat on the fucking package, I will, I will pull out my gun and I'll go insane because yeah. <laughs> I love it. Ah, oh, there's a goat on here. Fuck, this is from a goat somehow, I think. <laughs> It's minimal packaging, and it's got a ah. nice logo, and it's made locally. Ah. Is this just, twine? Just shooting up the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, the soap butler is like a little thing that sits on your counter, you know, like the K-cup machine, the Keurig thing. Here we go. You dump your you dump your old soaps into it, all these little slivers of soaps, and uh, you can combine them. Uh, you can add stuff to them, um, and then it shits out like a bar of soap that you can have. Okay. So it's just like a melter? Is that all it is? You just melt the soap together, right? Basically, yeah. It's just like a little melter thing. And it doesn't seem like you would necessarily need a whole product for that. What's crazy to me is like why would you – I just because uh, the the thing that that they're pushing for this is like uh, recycling all of your old soaps, right? But when yeah. you get down to like the the sliver of so- just throw the fucking soap. How expensive is soap that you can't just throw the soap away? Or I get that you may not want to just use it, but they're like, uh, oh, the soap is when you when it gets down to the it's it falls on the ground and you can't pick it. Just what is this a <laughs> is this a problem that you're having? The soap is. You get 12 packs of Irish Spring for $5. I just looked it up. Yeah, I think even that's high. But yeah, it's very cheap to get soap. And it's also, I'm just, I'm guessing here, it's not, you stay away from the stuff with the little plastic beads in it. And, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that stuff kind of all comes out in the wash, right? Like that's not doing any big harm getting that in the old pipes, is it? It's soap. Yeah, it's all soap, I think. Put when my of- sliver gets small enough that it falls on the floor of the shower and I, I have a hard time picking it up, I just take my foot and just grind it into the <laughs> fucking drain. I do that too. I don't care about this shit anymore, you know? <laughs> just mash it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, boy. But I've seen I've seen things like uh, this where you it's like a a sock basically uh, or like a nylon thing where you put the soap, okay, the, the ends of the soap in the thing and you're supposed to put like multiple slivers of your old soaps in the sock and then you just rub the sock on your body and just just fucking Come throw on. it away. That really is some uh, that's some shit. That is some anyway. shit right there if you're putting your soap in a sock. And also, isn't the thing about it? Isn't the thing about it that if you've got these soaps and you you got the scents or whatever, and if you mush them all together, if you don't have the same exact soap, isn't it going to smell like shit? Yeah, probably. I mean, you put all the different. You said Irish Spring. You throw Irish Spring in there. 
Then you throw a duff for men. Then you throw one of the crazy goat soaps. You know, what are we talking about here? Irish Spring, great soap kind. I would love to get sponsored by Irish Spring. I'm sick of buying this shit. It's so expensive. (laughs) Just talked about how (laughs) affordable it was. (laughs) 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 I'm so poor. I can't get enough of the stuff. Uh, Thank you. Thank you to Zeke. Uh, Five backers 23 days ago. Uh, This is... $231 $231 of uh, 30000 I don't believe this will make it. That's a very classic. That's a classically funny project to me right there. Um, weird, unnecessarily like a countertop appliance. There's no need for that to be powered in any way. Solving maybe like the world's smallest problem. Yeah. And with an enthusiasm that you would think would be reserved for, like, a cure for cancer. Like, just truly a revolutionary person behind the sofa butler. But The hotel industry alone, <clears throat> this is from the coffee, yeah. discards millions of bars of soap, which have been used perhaps only once in a single day. So what's the, so you're going to take the hotel soaps with all these fucking businessman pubes on it and put them in your machine and get a new... You're not going to do that. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. That's that's some that's somebody else's. That's a hygiene. That's thing. somebody else's problem. That's a that's the hotel's problem, not not my problem. Yeah, I'm not running a businessman's hotel <laughs> in my home. <laughs> not you know? anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I got shut down. There was too many businessmen coming in and out of here, <laughs> leaving their pubes all over the place. It was a disaster. Anyway. It's it's honestly this is like you know when we talk about food sometimes you feel hungry talking about this has made me want to buy soap. Yeah. I want some fucking soap now and I'm pissed off. So let's get this over with. I need to get some soap. The next one I've got Mike is called Dope Man. Dope mm. Man. Mhm. Uh, uh this is kind of interesting. I thought we could talk about this. 420 just happened which was for pot, I think. Yeah, four twenty, the big, uh, the big uh, uh, pot holiday. You know, everybody's outside. You know, I ma, a mon. You know. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Light me up a spliffy. Yeah, and I heard a lot of that, and I had to kind of cover my kids' ears. We were walking around, and I was hearing some of that stuff pa- about Papa. Light. Papa, what's a spliffy? Right, and mm-hmm. I said, you know, now's not really. You know, wait till you get older. Uh, and then I'll tell you all about what the spliffy is and how to shoot it. Um, but <laughs> shoot the spliffy. Uh, <laughs> see, that's what I don't. I don't say it because you know. Um, so you got to. So there was big pot, and there was a lot of pot had by all, which is fun. But um, I, this is this was this struck me as sort of interesting. Is this called Dope Man the board game? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that the production quality on the video is pretty good, actually. There's some there's some young people here. They do some gags with it, you know. Um, there's one part where so so basically the it's a board game about becoming a drug dealer, okay? Mm-hmm. And they do they there's one there's one little bit that they do where you can um, you can take over your rival drug dealer's territory. And you can um, you can actually do violence on them. You can um, you you take out the little paper knife that they give you and you stab them. And um, and then the guy like he's like oh and he's like bleeding 
and he like throws up or something. And it was kind of cool. It was like a cool little video. They do they do some good gags in this. I'm not going to take them down a peg for the gags because they're good. Yeah. What I don't like about this, um, and maybe maybe this is me being a square, but boy, it seems it seems distasteful to do this um, uh, when there are so many people in jail um, for selling weed. Um, and I guess I don't want to say that you can't have fun with weed or you can't like make jokes about it, but doing a little doing a little board game that like is just on this side of uh legal by saying like oh you know we don't support whatever yeah and th- and then there's this whole thing where uh, the cop shows up and he arrests you and that's fun i like the the my favorite part of this is the where they uh <clears throat> in the copy of it is uh, where they use like ebonics <laughs> rob your friends it says here hey, don't yeah. do that just like use like uh, regular you know words or whatever I yeah I think um, you know advertising is um, stinky I think in a lot of ways um, this this reminds me so this reminds me less of just young people having fun with part of their culture and more like the cop accounts on Twitter yeah. saying hey have a nice weed day but don't let us catch you and then there's like a box of of like Fruit Loops under a like a trap or something. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm off base. Maybe this isn't like funded by like old weirdos. Um, maybe this really is like a grassroots uh, teen project or something. <laughs> but uh, the weird equivalence in this with like weed and like crack and shit. Um, ugh, I, I just, just gives me the fucking willies. Um, but also seems boring. I would they, say. they already made the best drug game of all time. It was called Drug Wars, and it was on your TI-89 calculator, and you played it in math class instead of learning stuff, and then you dropped out of school when you were, like, 16, and then mm-hmm. you got depression. But it all turned out okay, I think. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Let's see. This says, this is, okay, here we go. This is a it's supposedly it's set up as like a user testimonial, um, and it says, and it's on a little baggie that you would get drugs in. And it says here, on a scale of monopoly to Cards Against Humanity, Dope Man is what the world needs. And this is uh, that's not even a, that's not even on the scale of uh, yeah, it's not how the scale works. This is from Russia, um, from Martin Agency, um, Martin Agency. Of course, being um, an American advertising agency based in Richmond, Virginia, that is part of the interpublic group of companies. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Fight the man. <clears throat> Fight the man with the uh, drug game. Brought to you. Uh, brought to you by AdCorp. <laughs> uh, the CEO of Martin Agency, Kristen Cavallo. Uh, was named the ad person of the year for 2019. This is fa- the company was founded in 1965. Um, and if you go to the their splash page um, on their website, uh, the first thing that comes up is "We Fight Invisibility." So I guess it's sort of like a it's like a progressive ad agency, which. 
now that I know that, I'm sort of on board with, and I think it's good. Yeah, you love it. <clears throat> and I like the game, um, <laughs> and I think it would be fun to play the game. If this if this gets funded, we should buy it. Let's buy it. Absolutely, we need to buy this if it gets funded. Um, and uh, maybe it'd even be a part of our next uh, What the Fun, which we got an update for you on that on the Patreon page. Um, as of now, it stands at nineteen forty of $10,000, 44 backers, 29 days to go. This needs just a couple of influencer Instagram posts to get made. Um, and then before you know it, you can be uh, getting some drugs, text messaging, delivering the drugs, avoiding the cops, robbing your friends, growing your crew, getting intel, negotiating, uh, and counting them up. <clears throat> cool. Uh, it says here, make it rain on your enemies, you kingpin you. Um, wow, I'm looking at the instruction manual here. It's got a bunch of pot leaves on it. I didn't call my weed guy yesterday because I didn't want to bug him because the news is busiest day of the year. How nice mm-hmm. is that of me to not uh, to not want to bother him, you know? Yeah, if I could <laughs> smash cut to the weed guy, like, sitting beside his phone and, like, just waiting for it to <laughs> Where's rain. Mike? Where's Mike? Where's <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Um, boy, the, the thing about drugs is... Here's where the guy who doesn't uh, like or do drugs uh, is where I pontificate. Oh, on, on oh, drugs. but oh, but you said you have you drink caffeine. Checkmate. Okay, and you caught me in a lie there, and you did bring <laughs> receipts, uh, which I love. But uh, I think what's interesting about it is that weed culture is, of course, very bad and annoying. Um, but also the the way that here very soon it's going to be completely corporate is also very bad and boring. Yeah. Uh, so tough to uh, tough to figure out which which way is good to <laughs> consume a uh, generally mostly harmless plant because you know you turn into the Cheech and Chong guys and that's kind of like ugh. Uh, yeah. But then you go to the fucking Apple Store for weed and you're like ugh, this is bad too. So you, you think it was like that way back in the 30s or whatever? You know, the 20s where the guys with the extremely high waisted pants and the fedoras and the uh, the dress shirts for some everybody wore dress shirts. Yeah. Everybody wore uh, pants, dress shirts, no belts. All Every, linen. Everything yeah. was made out of linen. Yeah. And a fucking hat. It was like, you going somewhere? I'm just going down to the general store. Right. Well, you're dressed like you're going to goddamn church or something. Yeah. That's what I'd say. And that was the roast of the 1930s. <laughs> so, go fuck yourself, 1930s. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I wasn't looking at the computer, but I will say that I have... Oh, yeah, this one's a fucking... All right. Uh, JF, this one's about uh, Chris Chan, if you know if you know them, if you know of them. Uh, a little bit in the way that I know, I feel like I know a little bit about just, just some internet stuff that either like predated me or was like happening on other parts of the internet when I was like reading Game Sages and stuff. Like I was just like existing on a different part. I was like looking up recipes and stuff while other like internet drama stuff was going on, but I've I've heard s- some stuff about this topic. They 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 are like a uh, uh, a 4chan phenomena because uh, 4chan discovered this person 
who has like problems and like just ridiculed them and like just uh basically made their life a living hell and like they 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 have like uh the um obvious like autism and like uh uh but like uh there's like so much lore behind this person because it's it's an interesting thing where <clears throat> the the internet is so bad it's it's so fucking bad and like if you if you show any sign of weakness to the internet you're fucking done because and especially if you can't like defend yourself you know right you're fucking just toast and that's i think is what happened with this this person um i'm not going to read the encyclopedia dramatica entry because it's extremely fucking bad yeah and don't do that either just just know yeah, it's a, just, this is we're talking about a person who is being bullied by uh uh sickos but somebody has decided to make a uh, documentary about them and it's, it's from what i understand this is not the first documentary nor will it probably be the last documentary about this person because the internet is fucked up and just uh, awful. Yeah, it is. Um, so I don't know a lot about this topic at all, except for that the lines are very clear in between, like, uh, on the one hand, um, a person who, for whatever reason, uh, through no fault of her own, has been online for a long time, like a lot of us have, you know? And uh, I guess has made a lot of details of her private life online uh, available for people to consume. And of course, because like you said, people are bad. Um, it's that's turned into like a like a, um, a vortex of like ridicule and harassment and bullying and stuff like that. And uh, so pretty obvious, like w- which one of the things is the right thing to do, whether it's uh, just like exist or <laughs> be a big uh, yeah. piece of shit. Um, so not hard for me to figure out generally w- what, uh, what's not good about this, but I, I don't know. Uh, I certainly don't know any of the, the, I don't know what would be the reason for there to be a fucking documentary about this. So like many moons ago, right? I would have been like on the other side of this. I would have been like cuz I was a big piece of shit. Yeah. Uh younger fucking guy, you know, depressed and fucking just awful and didn't care. It's only jokes, man, and all that shit. I think something happened when I uh became an old man where I was like, "Oh, that's not cool at all." Like uh just don't do that. <laughs> but a lot of people are not uh, in that headspace, and you get stuff like this. This this is a documentary about Christine Weston Chandler, commonly known to the internet as Chris Chan, uh, who has become one of the most documented. I'm reading from the copy here. One of the most documented cult figures in internet culture. Her controversial exploits and antics have bemused, entertained, and drawn criticism for over a decade. Just like an like an awful sentence to read. <laughs> Yeah, further on in here it says, With the blessing of Christine and her mother, Barbara Chandler, we have been allowed to tell Christine's story from their unique perspectives and give further insight into her struggles with autism, gender dysphoria, and her often negative exposure on the internet. Um, I So this, so this says that, there are, that the subjects of the documentary have said that it's fine, but that's not mm-hmm. the case? 
No, that is the that is the case, and it, so like that's okay if you if that's if you have their blessing. That's I mean, but it's like why would you set out to do something like this anyway? Just uh, is there anything that are you telling like anything new here? Are you covering any new ground that hasn't already been in that that doesn't doesn't you don't need to do this, <laughs> right? Because yeah. one, it's a fucking, it's a bad idea. And two, it's like servicing just like the shittiest people on earth who just want to be like voyeuristic fucking uh, nasty people who want to like see what, like, just why would you do this? I I guess it's, you know, when it comes to people who are in the public eye for um, just being different, um one thing comes to mind that I never really fully wrapped my head around and couldn't totally, I couldn't totally get what the right way to think about this was. And it was the Richard Simmons uh, podcast uh, was finding Richard Simmons or whatever. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the podcast where the guy was like, Oh, we're going to uh, Richard Simmons disappeared from the public eye. We're going to figure out where he, where he is now. And like, and did a bunch of like, I guess invasive stuff or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at that from the perspective of, well, you know, Richard Simmons was, like, one of the most public figures for many years, a while ago, the people running this or the people involved in this, at least they seem to credibly have been or continue to think of themselves as his friends and maybe Mm -hmm. have plausible reason to believe that he's being abused or he's being taken advantage of or, you know, there's something wrong and they want to help him or whatever. Like, that makes, that seems pretty reasonable to me. But, and even leveraging, like, the power of, quote-unquote, the press to, like, figure out what the deal is um, with Richard Simmons, um, that's... That seems reasonable to like. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to the but we're gonna make sure that he's okay or whatever, right? Yeah. But then the, the other part is like, uh, just leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> so yeah, just I mean, why I the fuck you gonna stick right... your nose into it? You know? Yeah, but it's like you know, it, I don't know. I could I couldn't figure I couldn't I couldn't figure out what the right and and I guess we still don't know what's going on and maybe it's none of our business or whatever, but. I don't know. wasn't Wasn't Stan Lee also for a while like supposed to be like sequestered by these powerful people who had like interests in his estate or something? Wasn't that also something that was going around? I guess so. Man, I think I, I think I remember something about that where like people were like uh, trying to figure out what's like. Well, we got to do something that's best for Stan. And the Stan Lee was like, "I'm good. Leave me alone." Right. And then and then he died. So it turns out he wasn't good. Yeah. But. So maybe they were onto something with old Stan Lee there. But I did just see him in Captain Marvel. So I think <laughs> should be. I think he's on the mend. Maybe. But but I think the 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 similarity is between those things. Whether it's Richard Simmons or Stan Lee or Chris Chan, there 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 are people that are saying this person is not qualified to, or this person cannot make decisions on their own behalf. And, and then where they, where they split from that is either, uh, well, I also can't make decisions for somebody that I don't know, or I'm going to make all the decisions for somebody I don't know. And one of those decisions in this case is making a movie or making a documentary, making a series, basically just like throwing kindling on the fire of some, of somebody's life 
that the internet has, you know, wrung a lot of content out of. And uh, it's hard not to think of that as exploitative. If you, it's exactly that. If you if you get into a, if you if your grand idea is to say, oh, we got to shine a light on this or whatever, all you're doing is putting a spotlight up in the air to all the fucking like freaks from 4chan and shit to say, hey, come look at this. And you're like exploiting this person and like are saying, you know, you remember like uh, in the I, I hate to talk about it. I hate to talk about it, JF. You know, I hate to talk about it. Yeah. But in the 1930s and everything, when uh, oh boy. Uh, everybody with the high waisted pants and the linens and everything and the hat, they were always wearing the hat. Yeah. You're right. Uh, they would go to like the, it's a, it's a common equivalent, I think, of a, a freak show, like a fucking don't do that. Why would you do that? And I guess we're probably partly complicit from uh, now because we're uh, showcasing this Kickstarter. But well, it was on your complicated, list. Complicated, right? I'm, I'm oh, point out on. that it was on your list. I was all, I wanted to do the soap, <laughs> one, but <laughs> you wanted to do the soap one. Yeah, I want to do this. Well, so anyways, I don't know. I I can't understand what's going on here, except for that I do. I do also get the feeling that this is exploitative, and that the people will benefit. Ultimately, will be. Uh, the people who uh, get enjoyment out of um, uh, busting on yeah. uh, people that strangers um, in maybe a less lighthearted way than we do when we say the soap idea is not very good. There's a there's so there's a I, I saw this initially on Reddit and of course uh, all these people are like, hey, man, why do you need another one? And I was like, another one. And I guess there are multiple documentaries because, of course, these fucking 4chan guys take it upon themselves to say, I want to, you know, be part of this fucking thing. I want to be I want to feel important, like I'm con- contributing to something. And so this guy says there's already Gino Samuel's comprehensive history of Christian, which goes up to the liquid Chris saga in 2009 and is on hiatus, but will probably be coming back as he seems to be remastering the old ones first more than 13 in-depth hours all free there's not much to cover after literally the next 10 years i mean this is like a page and a half of like a chris chan lore you know yeah um all this uh all this it says it's kind of interesting it has turned from trolling chris for reactions in the 2000s to what we now have in present day just people observing and they misgender and they say him there's no malice or hatred, just sympathy, really. That's what this person says. They're just right. sympathetic towards this person. Uh, all all the people hope uh, – sorry, all hope of Chris getting her shit together went well out the window a long time ago. The family is in massive debt, being compulsive. Imagine like some guy just writing this shit about like your family online. <laughs> It's like trying to just, eat dinner and reading this shit. Just like, yeah, and Jesse's family is in massive debt. Uh, his uncle was imprisoned for – he had a DUI on a fucking lawnmower. And, you know, uh, in 2009, uh, like just fucking I don't, don't like, create – I don't like how well you hit the bullseye on that one. So Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that to light. But so. I'm an investigative journalist and I'm doing a documentary on uh, your <laughs> life. So – well, so this one set the record straight that John Deere makes a damn fine tractor. It's not a lawnmower. It's a tractor. It has multiple uses. So Yeah, and in the loss, it does say it, you get a DUI if you are in a motor vehicle, but this is a, this is a lawn vehicle. So, <laughs> well, But no, I mean, seeing somebody like just made fun of for like two decades is like fucking so crazy to me. That's not good. 
That's not too good. Don't do this. But but there is some good news here. This one was canceled. It was canceled. It only raised five hundred and seventy-eight of the twenty thousand dollar goal. They pulled the plug for whatever reason. Are you like squishing? Um, are you squishing the microphone between like two rubber? I, you have the microphone in a rubber glove and you're rolling it around on top of another piece of rubber. Well, it's uh, it's the, I'm squeezing it between two rubber gloves. Okay, uh, I thought that would be a cool kind of sound effect to add, but you don't like it. You said it's sort of ASMR, but it distracts from what we're talking about. I feel. All right. If you can just send me the um, recording of you squishing the microphone between two rubber gloves, I think it would be. All right, I'll do that. I would masturbate off to it. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, that one sucks for maybe real reasons. Um, whereas I, th- I think the next one that I'm going to say sucks. Just it just stinks. It's just corny and uh, silly. So uh, let's do this one. This is called Faith Social. This is a social network for Christians only. Um, now, look, you know it's Easter. It's Easter, so. A lot of people have different little beliefs, and they think about different stuff, and they imagine different stuff happens, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to be one of the. Uh, what is the guy? Uh, was the guy? Uh, was that Richard? Oh shit! Am I going to fucking say the wrong guy's name? Is that Richard Dawson? Is he the famous atheist guy? Dawkins, buddy. Richard Dawson was the host of Family Feud, wasn't he? That's right. He he's the I think Richard Dawson is the guy who killed his uh, self. Also, okay, so a rare miss from me on this one. <laughs> uh, oh God, damn it! Well, look, here's the thing. I don't want to sound like that guy. You remember how he got? Um, I he blocked me off of Twitter when I was uh, I was laughing because he was mad because he had to throw away his nice honey at the airport. Oh yeah, I remember that. Remember that the Richard T- Dawkins? The, the TSA made that guy throw away his honey. He's is he dead? Shit. Richard Dawkins is not dead. No, I have not heard from Richard Dawkins in. You probably got blocked off like five years ago. So. Probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's not dead, but God is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're what? So. <laughs> um. Anyways, I don't care. The religion stuff is fine. But uh, I wanted to play the video of this. Um, it's uh, it is a wild video that hits on some of the best uh, the best co- comedian, some of the best jokes I think that you're ever uh, likely uh, to find in terms of social media criticism. So let's give this a gander here. I clicked the wrong fucking video. This is just a, just a stupid bullshit. This is crap. Here, I'm going to play the, the correct video now. Um, this is the funny one. Although, if you, if you like sounds... Just straight professionalism. Look. Day in, day out. I'm going to play the right video now. Here we go. You had the fucking rubber glove guy. You had the I know. wrong video. I know. Disaster. Thanks. My avocado toast pick is blowing up on Insta. Oh, yeah? How many followers do you have? 561. 758. How about you? About 26. 2,118. What? What? Come on. How about you? (laughs) 
So at this point, what they're doing is they're so you've got some teens sitting around the cafe. They're talking about how their pics are blowing up on Insta. Their their snaps are freaking through the roof. They're talking about how many followers they have, and they look over and they say, "How about you?" And who who's sitting in that chair, sucking down the latest vanilla chocolate latte? That's mm-hmm. right. It's none other than the famous Jesus Christ. Oh, from Christmas. That's the very same. And he's looking down at his little phone, and it shows um, it shows his login information, and it says he's got 2.2 billion followers. Yeah. Um, it also says he's got 1.6 million posts, 100 million prayers, 1 million testimonies, and 2.2 billion followers. So sort of a bad ratio. Mm-hmm. If you got 2.2 billion followers and only only 1 million testimonies? Yeah. That's not good. I think that is good actually. You think that you is ever good? You see the you ever see the guys who have like uh they're following like 3,000 people and they uh uh have like 40 followers or like uh they have like uh, eight million posts, and they are they have like fourteen followers. Yeah, bad guys. I think just hang it up. I think they're good guys. <laughs> so this is where we finally part ways, my friend. Um, this is, so look, um, social media, uh, blessing or curse? Um, sort of my uh, fifth grade book report uh, on it. <laughs> Um, they're going to raise capital here. They're building out the platform. They're launching marketing campaigns, which I think, I mean, you think about it, the Bible was sort of the ultimate marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and jot that down if you're like a youth pastor and you sort of got flagging attendance there. Um, people, the idea is that you would get on here, you're going to post, you're going to connect with other people of faith, you're going to uh, connect to their voices, and you'll have the uh, app. And uh, this is what it says here. We'll offer everything from chat, Bible study, prayer circles, shopping, discussion forum, videos, podcast, music, and so much more. I mean, I what is that? What does that mean? They're gonna have they're gonna have forums on the social network along with podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And all you have to do is be a, like a God guy to go on there. So all the 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 business around like Christianity and stuff is is always like peeved me out because I I can't I can't for some reason separate the two. Um, it's it's I've never been a religious type uh, because I can't, like I said, separate uh, the the fact that to me to me in 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 when I was like growing up, like church was for like rich people, you know, like church for some reason was just like where rich people went, right. Because I I would go to like the um, uh, in high school or something. I had friends who were in like the youth group or something, and they were like uh, well off kids. And like so, I just never vibe with that. It was like always like oh, you don't you're not like in tune with like uh, what's going on. You're just you're just like going to church because like your parents tell you I have to go to church or whatever. And then you go to like uh, what's the big fucking church? Not Crossroads. Is it Crossroads? I don't know what it is. There's a lot. I mean, it, fucking take your pick. Are there a lot of churches? There's so many fucking churches, and they're so fucking big. That's another thing that pisses. I'm not going to go uh, Dawkins mode on you. You're going Dawkins mode, but uh, I could never vibe with it because it's always it's always like creeped me out how like uh, 
uh, it was just for like rich people. And even now, it's like you got all these uh, guys like Creflo Dollar. You remember that guy or whatever? And then oh yeah, of course. I just hate it. I don't know why. And it sucks because it's a it's a good uh, belief system, I guess, for the most part. But just like the people ruin it. <laughs> it's just so bad. People are not too good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that the belief system is all that great, but I get there. You could there is sort of a, you could view it through. Well, a what's, the, what's the what's the fucking what do you you don't agree with? The, what's the let's do the 10 commandment. Number one, don't do stuff that's bad to people. OK. Num- number two. Kind of keep your room cleaned up. Okay. I think you're reading the Jordan Peterson thing again, and I don't <laughs> – I kind of don't want you to. So, uh, yeah, man, look, organized religion is not for me personally. I'm also not the spiritual person either. I don't I don't buy into that. Um, but uh, I think it's fine if you do. Um I, but for a lot of people, I think what you're saying, especially in this in this area, in this part of the country, church is, for a lot of people, just like another after-school activity. You know, like you bust the fucking kids over there. Um, you go, That's where all your friends are from. Um, yeah. It's just, it's like a social thing, uh, which, of course, to me, makes it like the worst of both worlds, because it's social, but <laughs> you can't do anything fun. Yeah. And it's it's religious, but you never really fucking talk about any of the important shit. So I don't I don't get the point of that at all. But I do notice it around here uh, when I go into some place, and I find that everyone knows each other, and I really do puzzle about it for a second. I'm like, you know, I'm not the most outgoing person in the world, but it does seem like when I'm in the line at the grocery store, it's just like, hey, how's it going? And then when someone else is in the grocery store, they're like. Oh my God! How's your fucking kids or whatever? You know, like, like this mm-hmm. big fucking—it's a big deal whenever someone else is in the damn line at the grocery store or at the barber shop or whatever. And then I realized they all go to the same fucking church. They all see each other all the damn time. Is why you know what's, you know it's fucking funny. I I got this job on time and I I got uh, hired in at this job and then like a week later they hired someone in to be my boss and mm-hmm. like. Uh, I found out the guy that they hired to be my boss went to church with uh, my CEO, and that's how he got the job. And it's like, oh, if I just went to church, I could be like the f- I could be like some idiot's boss. Is that how this works? It's just, I hate it. It's good networking, um, and, th- and maybe it's good social networking as well. But I will point out that if you're a Christian guy, you can actually, you can just go on like Facebook or whatever as well, if you want, which I, first of all, I don't recommend, but that's where I think that's where everyone else is. So maybe if you're looking to connect, you could just do it on the place where everyone else is, but I don't know. I'm not on the, I'm not on the Facebook. I'm not on church either. So whatever, but, uh, for $50, you can get, uh, you can get a pocket cross and a t-shirt and you'll be listed on their founders page. This seems to me to be the exact same bad social networking scam that's always on here in the sense that the money will be generated, but ultimately you'll never replace the stuff that already exists. So just throwing it down the old toilet, basically. Yeah. And at $125,000, is going to be a pretty big toilet. So <laughs> best of luck to uh, Faith Social. Um, but that's it. That's it for the six-pack. Um we're going very long on this episode today, so let's uh, let's make it fast. Let's let's read some letters and get out of here. That's where you come 
in. That's where you come in. Uh, your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 802-359-PISS on your telephone. You can also send us something in the mail. Um, that's 544 West Main Street, number 209, Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. Okay, Mike, take it away. Jens writes, hey, Mike and JF, on the last basic episode, this first time I've ever heard that, uh, you guys talked about infomercials for what I think is the third time, and I'm wondering if you have the same strange love for those videos as I do. I really cannot get enough of infomercials, fail compilations, and old chain emails with subject lines like, forward, 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 watch these penguins. I also think there are some videos where it's okay to laugh at someone else's misfortune, because these clowns can get paid thousands of bits just to fuck up really badly. If you guys want to see more clips of people messing up as much as humanly possible, I highly recommend twitch.tv forward slash go off kings. Okay. I have a slam on you guys there. That's a slam on us. And there's I a, thank you. There's a subreddit for, for the infomercial stuff where they – where they uh, it's called Where Did the Soda Go? I think is what it's called. But they have a bunch oh. of those – they have a bunch of those gifts from those infomercials and stuff and they're kind of cool to – I like those. The car wash guy who slips and falls everywhere, goes crazy. Yeah, those are yeah. fun. Yeah. I, uh, I like I, – I used to watch infomercials on purpose. I thought they were fun to watch. I mean – Ron Coe said it and forget it was fun. Um, then you had the the real bubbly lady who loved. Uh, she does dump dinners now, I think. But she would come in and it would be like the little oven that you can put a pizza and a brownie in at the same time, and they'll both come out at the same time. And you can eat the pizza and the mm-hmm. brownie together. You know what I'm talking about? I, I can't that, think of her name. Was that the one where? They were all in the kitchen, and it was like the Aust- Australian or the English guy who was there. And like, there was one really haggard old lady there who was like smoking a Virginia Slim or something, and she, she was just there like wise cracking and stuff. It's like they they made their own like TV show with these little characters and like. Uh, uh, I didn't see that one. Uh, yeah, it was like her, and I think her husband was in it also, and they were just like supposed to be like regular people, but they were just like wisecracking. They got pretty high concept after a certain point. And like one of the characters on it got pregnant, and then in the next episode, they found oh, wow. out that the baby uh, was by the English guy. It was like a whole. Okay. I don't know if that ever happened. But... I think you're, yeah, I don't know. We're watching different channels, I think. <laughs> Ben writes, uh, hey, Mike and JF, I just want to reach out and say thanks for all the laughs. I recently took my GRE. Oh, couldn't graduate, huh? I had to get a GRE. That's not what it is. And instead of studying and panicking on the day of the (laughs) test, I drove around the city my test was in and listened to your jack-off jokes. And I scored higher than I had in any of my practice tests. I think the only thing that would have helped me reach maximum scores what would it have been if you shared more information about the toenail on the end of JF's penis? I didn't I didn't pre I didn't preview so I'm sorry I didn't preview this before. Yeah. Who knows, maybe you can rebrand YKS as a study aid and rake in some of that cash sloshing around in higher education. Love the show. Thank you, Ben. 
So sorry, Ben sucks. You couldn't graduate. You had to take your GRE. <laughs> Had to get your GRE, dude. Yeah, too bad. All right, everyone, that's the end of the show. I'm rushing us out of the studio right now. We've got another studio that has to come in, uh, or another show that has to come in. Rather, they're recording. uh, They're recording. So, so you murdered a guy. So you got to listen to that. It's coming up on the rest of the network after this. uh, So you murdered a guy, followed by the Rat Hour. Uh, where they just talk about rats and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Mike. I uh, listened to the new episode at work, and then I got home from work, and I took a shower. And it was really cool to think about you guys while I was uh, cleaning my asshole and really getting in there. So thanks. You hear the dogs? <laughs> can, can I hear them? Yeah, I can hear them. Okay. Uh, don't pause it. I'll just cut this out. But I'm going to go tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right.